depending on the way you look at it, the Christmas story is either a kind of unstated and obscure story and easy to miss because it happened in a silent and kind of out of the way place. Or it's so unavoidably in your face that you can't ignore it. On the one hand, it's a story of a poor family from Nazareth, a quiet little out of the way place, but entering a more bustling place in order to pay their taxes. Entering Bethlehem and taking refuge in a stable offered them by one of the few people who noticed their plight and gave them room in a place where there wasn't much room for them. And then quietly having a baby, an event that went otherwise unnoticed, but for who that baby turned out to be. On the other hand, it's the story of a kind of a cosmic cataclysm, a show of light and sound where the heavens erupt with joy. But there's a descriptive word that ties both of these versions of the story together. It's a word that's often used. It's a Christmassy word, and it sums up the story. It puts the story together. It's a word that is both used to express joy and also just name a a trait of God. It's a word that is both hard to define and yet also a perfect descriptor of the events of that, that night. And the word is glory. It's a word for what happens or what one feels when God shows up. And when we know God is present, It's an expression, an exclamation, glory. The Bible, of course, is written in Hebrew and in Greek, and so there are Hebrew and Greek words for this word glory because it's used in both Testaments. In Hebrew, it's a wonderful word that sounds like exactly what it connotates. The word is kavod, and it means heavy. (laughs) It's about the weightiness of God's presence. It's expressed in things like that still small voice in the story of Elijah, the sound of silence. It's that pregnant pause when we anticipate an unveiling or a discovery of something really important. Something is going to happen. We know it because we can sense that God is here. In Greek, it's doxa, splendor, light majestic and regal procession. Doxa is the same notion that that God is here, but doxa is kind of the, the crowd erupting with celebration, the bright lights coming on, the hallelujah chorus sounding. But as different as those two descriptors are, they're both used to describe the same thing, which is the presence of God. The overwhelming presence of God, the unmistakable awareness that God is with us. And our response to this awareness of God's presence, God's glory, is really quite simple. It's to notice it 
And it's to participate in it. It's to join in it. It's to celebrate. It's to glorify God. It's to jump in and participate in and enjoy God's presence. To join in that angel song. To experience the joy of the shepherds as they're included in a miracle and let in on it. Or to along with Mary quietly ponder these truths in our heart. The presence of God can be as subtle as Jesus says as yeast in a loaf of bread that's rising. Or it can be as cataclysmic as Isaiah says as mountains being leveled and valleys being filled in. And the message of Christmas is nothing more and nothing less than that simple truth of glory because God is with us. With us because he wants to be with us and so pursued us in the form of an infant who grew up to be a man who shared everything with us, even the experience of death. Doxa, kavod, glory. Not much more can be said and not much more needs to be said. Let's pray. Help us to be quiet so that we can receive, but to also rise to our tiptoes in joyous participation of what you have done and what you have called us to be a part of. Teach us what it means to be wrapped up in glory and to so glorify you. For we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.